good morning, Barishas, Bobby Murray, Um Space, Thomas Space. We just saw yesterday three-way, uh, three-way dispute as to whether a, uh, a woman can go out on Shabbos with this Kovella, uh, this um, pouch, whatever you want to call it, or slotus, or a little jug of balsam oil, which a woman would wear if she's um, sort of thinking about smells. So we had three opinions on that. Rabbi Meir said it's an absolute muscle. If she went out with it, she'd be obligated to bring her korban chasal. You've got then the you've got the shit of the chachom, and the chachom would say it's a tachit, it's an ornament, and therefore she's uh, strictly speaking she's allowed to go out with it. It's not a muscle, but if the chachilah she shouldn't do what she may come to take it off. And Rabbi Yehuda says there's no way she'd come to take it off because it's uh, actually a kanai. It's uh, really it's a bit embarrassing to be having to wear it anyway. It's not something to parade and uh, show off to your friends, and therefore he says it would be impossible to And although we had in one brighter, Rabbi Yehuda said that only Potter, we said that was only in response to Rabbi Meir, uh, who said Chayat, he said Potter. So the Gemara, we're just going to finish off this a little bit now. Ba'amer Zawarim Amorim, it's two, four, five, five lines down on the face on the base. Ba'amer Zawarim Amorim, middle of the line there. Ba'amer Zawarim Amorim. When is it that Rabbi Yehuda says that a woman would be able to go out with this, uh, whatever, pouch? Kishish Bohem Bosem. That is only when there is actually some perfume inside them. Abel, but, in Bohem Bosem, if there is no Bosem um, in them, then Chayeva, she is Chayev. So again, this is the brighter where Rabbi, Rabbi Meir says she's Chayev. Rabbi Yezah says she's Potter in response to Rabbi Meir, and Rabbi Yezah himself qualifies that it's only Potter, which he really means Mosheh Lachatzchidot, if there is actually some perfume inside that pouch. But if there's no perfume there whatsoever, it's been emptied out, then not only is it forbidden to go out, she would be Chai Lachatzchidot. So, Omar um, Avadah Bar-Avod, Sedra Avadah Bar-Avod, what we're really seeing here is the following. Hamosi Eichlin, it's sort of the following can be learned out from it. Hamosi open, if somebody carries, takes out food, from a private zone into a public domain, Pochis Mikashir, we're going to have many, many Mishnahites to come in later Prochim, which discuss the amount that a person has to take out in order to be Chayat. Okay? Um, obviously, the Chatzali shouldn't be taking anything out, but how much does a person have to take in order to be Chayat? The Chatzal, commonly we say Kigrogeres, right? So dried, uh, dried figs. But um, if a person took out less than that, obviously they're not chayav chafos. But what about are they chayav because of the kli in which they're taking out? Let's say I take out, um, I take out a tiny little bit of a, I don't know, a, um, an apple. Okay, so it's less than a kigurageres. I'm not chayav the apple, but I take it out on a spoon. I take it out on a plate. Am I chayav for carrying the plate? Or do we say no? The plate is really topel, is a subsidiary subordinate to the food. And if you're not chayat to the food, you're not chayat to the plate. This is a mafoikas to come later on in the Mithesta. And we're saying, we see from here, the fact that we said that if she were to go out with a pouch, without any perfume in, she would be chayat. What would she be chayat for? For the perfume? Yeah, for the, for, the, for the perfume? There is no perfume. Right? There is no perfume. So what's she chayat for? Must be that she is chayav for the, must be she is chayav for the patch itself. Yeah? Must be she is chayav for the patch itself. Now, even though the pouch will have inside it, um, the, sort of the, 
the, uh, the smell which was absorbed in, in, inside it, yeah? <coughs> Does that make sense? In other words, how, how much perfume does a person have to carry on Shabbat to be chayed? Even the smallest amount. Even the smallest amount. Yeah? Even the smallest amount of a person would be chayed. Less than the smallest amount, which obviously, what does that mean, less than the smallest amount? It means there is no perfume there. All there is there is just the remaining, the, sort of the, the smell which has been absorbed into the, into the cloth. Okay? So, you're not chayed to the perfume. Are you chayav to the cloth? And we said, yes, you are. You're saying the type of cloth where if there was no perfume, you wouldn't be chayav. As in... That's what we're saying now. We're saying that Rebunyadah says, if there is perfume in it, then it's mutter to go out with you. If there's no perfume in it, then a person will be chayav achatos. It's forbidden and a person will be chayav achatos if he went out with it. That's just, isn't that just because its status is changing from a cloth to some kind of, you know, Perfume is in more of a touch of that, it's more like an ornament. The contrary. The contrary here, it's got the smell in it, and that's why he's tired. Well, not, that's not why, but he is tired. He's tired on the smell? Yeah. Okay. Again, there's no perfume in it, but it's impossible. If there was perfume in it, you've emptied out the perfume, there'll still be the smell oh, left okay. behind. So you're effectively you're taking out this is what the Gemara thinks. The Gemara's gonna reject it in a second. But the Gemara thinks that that's called less than the minimal amount for which a person will be hired. So why am I hired? Why am I hired with hassle? Not for the person there is no person there. Or it's less than the minimal amount, right? It must be outside for the cloth. Despite the fact that surely the cloth is subsidiary to the to the perfume. Or the smell of the perfume which is left behind. That's what the Gemara thinks. So we see from here the same thing should be we should apply as well. And if let's say I took out a plate with a tiny bit of apple on it, even though it's the apple you're not hired, because it's less than the minimal amount for which a person the minimum amount for which a person would be hired a castle, um, a person is still hired for the plate, and we don't say that the plate becomes subordinate to the tiny bit of apple. And since you're not hired for the apple, you're not hired for the plate. That's not true. We don't say that. We say there are two separate things. As I said, it, there's a mahoyks about this, and we're going with one side. That, that's what we seem to think here. Again, let's just see that inside. Omar Abad Barabo, six lines down. Omar Abad Barabo, Zeus Omeris. We see from here, Hamoti Open, somebody who takes out food, pockets make a shear less than the minimum amount for which a person would be obligated to bring a chasos, uh, um, if he did so on Shabbos, the Kli, he took it out inside another Kli, Chayas, he is Chayas for taking out the Kli. So he'll eat because if there's no perfume inside this cloth, this pouch, the kapotus mikashir b'chlis on it's like, it's the equivalent of taking out food, less than the minimum amount, inside a kleef. Ukatoni, and it's been taught, we taught, we learned, chayavis, that she's chayavachatis, for what? Not for the perfume. The perfume is less than the minimum amount. And not it's for the cloth. So Rav Ashi Omar, Rav Ashi said, that's not a proof. But Alma Emalach Potter, I could tell you, you know what? Normally speaking, that's in the case of the apple, you'd be potter for the plate. Because the plate would be subsidiary to the apple. So why over here are you chayat for the pouch? The shani hocha is different over here. The lace the mamosha club. Because there is no mamosha, there is no substance at all. It's just smell. And the pouch will not become subordinate, will not become secondary to smell. Yeah? But when you're talking about, <coughs> let's say, food, so there is, it's less than the minimum amount for which a person would be hired, but it does have mamoshes, it does have substance. And therefore, if there's substance, I can say that the plate would become 
secondary to the little bit of the apple, and since you're not high for the apple, you're not high for the place. Now, shaking in this case, in the case of the perfume, <coughs> if there is no perfume, you pulled out the perfume, it can't become secondary to smell. The bit of a sense that's left over. Let's just see Rashi, and then we'll start the new bit. Uh, Rashi says, um, it's the top line there, going towards the end of the line, they started out. Yeah, when do we say that Rabbi um, would say that a person is uh, potter for taking out this uh, pouch? And that potter really means it's mutter in the first instance, as we've established. That's when there is some perfume inside it. Plyton, this Plyton, which is this Baltimore that we said. Plyton, in that pouch, in that knot, literally, there is some balsam, which is made like an amulet. To give him the Yishbal Bosem, since there is perfume inside it, Tashit Hulazu, Sharechara, it's an ornament for this lady who's got a bad smell. Well, the Mishlach, the Isuye Nami and there's, there's no worry that she'll come to take it off to show her friends. Because the Avoron, um, as we've already said, the Gnusu log is actually rather derogatory, it's a bit of a disgrace and embarrassing for us to have to wear it anyway. Avol Ebal Bosem, but if there is no um, perfume, no balsam oil um, inside this pouch, just a pouch on its own, Lafashitu is not an ornament, the Chayelas, and it's considered a Masli, and she is Chayelachatos for taking that, wearing that on Shabbos. So he says, Those are you see from here, Hotikon, that which was taught in Balbotem, that if there is no perfume inside it, Chayelas, she is obligated to bring a Chatos. Almost, you see, the Kosovo Rabbiyazid, the Rabbiyazid must hold, Hamoti Ursulim B'Shabbos, if a person takes out food on Shabbos, the Chli, inside a, uh, inside a, uh, uh, utensil, and the food is less than the, than the minimum amount. He's not chayvachatos for taking out the food. Pochus mikoregeres less than the side of a dried fig. Kedelakamon, as we'll see by the in the next parak, chayv miyot, but he is chayv nonetheless. Alakli on the utensil. But I mean, we don't say hakli tofel ohem that the that the utensil is secondary to the food. But he's not chayv. If he's not chayv, the food is not chayv for the utensil. We don't say that. Um, this is all what we don't say. Shalom is coming to hope you could say that he, his, his intent was only to take out the utensil because of the food. We don't say that. It's actually a machwek on the star mishnah in the imperial kamasnia. The tony potter who potter apala kli. Where it teaches over there that he's potter also for the kli, and seemingly Rabbi Yezid disagrees with that. Rabbi Yezid is saying you're chayyab for the kli because the kli is not subsidiary. So, um, where do we get it from? So, in Boisem, because if there's no, if you've emptied out, if there's no um, perfume left in the pouch, Kaposem and Kishiodon is like having less than the minimum amount. Shakli Kolat Sariah, because the Kli has just taken in the, um, the, the scent. The Shir Hagdas Besomim Kholshu, and the amount of uh, perfume, spices that a person has got to take out in order to be Chayla Shabbos is even the smallest amount. The Kibbutz in a Kolshu, but since here you don't even have a Kolshu, there's nothing actually left there other than the sense. Havirich or Pox Mikshir, so the sense is less than the, than the, uh, the, the minimum amount. The Katoni Chayevet, and nonetheless, we, we were taught that the person is Chayevachatos. But I mean, we don't say now, particularly, top of the reaction to the sofa, that the utensil, the pouch, becomes uh, secondary to the, to the smell inside it. But Arichol and Mikhaev, so for the smell, you're not Chayev, Pox Mikshir, if it's less than the minimum amount. Not for your Chayev, for the, for the, um, 
and we don't say that since you're not hired for the smell, you're not hired for the, for the pouch, we don't say that, so you see that obviously we consider the pouch to be separate to the thing that's holding aside. So we said, and that the Gemara finally rejected, Ravashi said that's not a proof, I could tell you really, in such a case, you would be possible for the, for the utensil. The shiny hop is different over here, <coughs> because, because <coughs> you can't say, now it's top of the rear, that the utensil becomes subsidiary to the smell, because there is no substance to the, to the uh, perfume. Now, if you look at the perfume, it's not even called less than the minimum amount. Less than the minimum amount implies there is an amount there, but it's less than the minimum amount. This, there is no amount whatsoever. If you were to have something which actually has mamoshes, um, just it's less than the, than the sort of that smallest amount, Nasekli Tofeloi, I could well tell you that the Kli would be subsidiary to it, Upotra, and if he's Potra for the thing he's carrying, the, the food inside it, the uh, whatever's inside it, then he's exempt also from the Kli. Right? That's the end of the Gemara. Now the Gemara goes on, and it goes into a whole long bit now of Adabasar. Um, really just following on the, the connection is really this, uh, this balsam oil and that's how the Gemara follows in now Barisha Shimon Imim Shafu it's the two dots there um, nine, ten lines down there beginning of, towards the beginning of the line the public is uh, talking about the, the Nobi there is rebuking Kralisa talking about how they <coughs> indulged in in, uh, in luxuries and uh, didn't really pay heed to the words of the Prophet so it says Barisha Shimon Imim Shafu one of the things they were guilty of, they would use the, actually the first, the, the choicest of oils they would anoint themselves with. So, Omar Rabbi Yehuda, Omar Shmuel, Rabbi Yehuda, Sebeshim Shmuel, what is this choicest oil? Zer Plyton, this is the Plyton we've been talking about, the balsam oil. So, Mosif Rabbi Yehuda, so Rabbi Yehuda asked on that, he said, but, Ab al Plyton, Goza Rabbi Yehuda ben Bobo. If you're telling me that this Plyton is considered to be the choicest of oils, then it doesn't really make sense with what we've thought. After the Khurban Beit HaMikdosh, after the destruction of the Beit HaMikdosh, we know that um, Chazal enacted various decrees in order to, that people shouldn't overindulge in, um, in luxuries. That's what we think at this time. It's luxuries that we're looking at. Um, in order that people should not forget that we are actually in exile, we are lacking our Beit HaMikdosh. So uh, one of the things they, Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava, he decreed was that a person is not allowed to put on this this plight and this balsam oil. But it says that the Chachom did not agree to it. They said that's taking it too far. Now, the Iyamar, if you say, Mishum Tanuk, that the, um, that this plight is something that people wear for Tanuk, the indulgence, to enjoy, how do I know that? Because you just said, Barisha Shemonim Yimshach would mean the choices of oil they were, and this is what the Nobi is saying, you were overindulging, and you're saying that's balsam oil, so then why did the Chachomim not agree to Rabbi Yudhim If it is really something which is the choices of oil, and the Nobi sees fit to rebuke them for indulging in it, then why was Rabbi Yudhim not correct in enacting such a, such, a, uh, such a decree that people should not put on this, uh, this lighter? So Omale Abayi, Abayi said to him, well, but it's according to your line of reasoning. If you go just to the previous word in that pasuk in Amos, it says, "Hold up, says that right." the that they used to drink the mizrake yayin. And what is mizrake yayin? No, no. So Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Asi, you'll see two two opinions. Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Asi says, "Chazal one says kanishkenin." You see this expression mizrok is a basin really but it comes from an expression of zirikot to throw 
Now, what is Kanishkanin? Kanishkanin is basically it's a it's a long rush to it's a long maybe glass it's a long uh, utensil sort of uh, which you, let's say you fill it with wine and coming out of the side are two pipes it can be more than two pipes but a minimum of two pipes which are a bit like a menorah okay a bit like a menorah shape and they come all the way up to the level with the top of the cup the idea is when you when you fill it with wine these, these uh, tubes will fill up with wine as well. And therefore, two people can actually drink from the wine simultaneously. And if you have three pipes, you can have three people. That, that, that was the idea. That's why it's called Mizrake Yain, because literally the wine gets thrown from one to the other. It sort of transfers. That's why it's called Mizrake Yain, apparently. So it's, um, it's quite a stylish way of drinking, apparently. So um, that's why the Nobis criticized them. They indulged not, not the sun and wine, they were sort of partying the whole time. Hashishin, <coughs> excuse me. The Mizraka Yain, the Rabbi Rabbi Yaki, Chazam on one said Kanishkin, and it's these Kanishkin, that's what it means. The Chazam on the other one said, Shemizarakin Kosusin Zerozer. They used to throw their cups from one, from one to the other. This is basically the equivalent of juggling. Yeah, it was an art, they were able to juggle with uh, cups filled with wine. Um, and that's the sort of thing, again, it's the idea of partying. That's how she is in the Mizraka Yain, that means literally tossing the cups of wine from one to the other. So, are you going to tell me Pachanami is the office? That these things are forbidden nowadays? Are we not allowed to juggle with, with such things? Are we not allowed to drink from such cups nowadays? Just because the Nogi says he criticizes them there for indulging in these Tanukim, these uh, delights, that means nowadays we shouldn't be able to do it? I mean, is that basically, in, in other words, are we supposed to be just li- sort of uh, nowadays, after the problem is something that's supposed to be depressed and uh, living, is that, that, is that really what we're supposed to be doing? That's obviously it's not what it, that's not what it means. Um, and I'll prove it to you that these things are not forbidden because Vaho Rabbabarapuna Ikalabirishkilus. So Rabbabarapuna he came to the house of the Rishkilus. So the shot of the Kanishkinin. And he dragged from this Kanishkinin, I suppose the Rishkilus was drinking from this Kanishkinin. But on my Libanon, he never criticized him, he didn't say anything to him, he didn't say, How can you do that? So you see, obviously they never enacted such degrees. Elokomidi the Isbe Tanuk. It's the Simcha goes If you want to know what is considered, what, what did Chazal, if you want your sort of together, what was the, the deciding, deciding factors? If it's something which has both Tanuk, which we probably translate as delight, and it also is called for Simcha, then goes to Rabbonon. The Rabbonon stop that nowadays. Abon, maybe it's the Tanuk, but something which is, is joyful, it's in enjoyment maybe. The left bay simcha, but does not um, automatically spark off simcha, the Gautri Rabbon and the Rabbon were not going on. In other words, these things in this pasuk, Hashem and Mitzri Kayyayin, yes, Amit was rebuking them because he was saying, you're, you're indulging in Tanugim, in, in uh, sort of delight, instead of paying heed to the Nodi. Yes? Now that doesn't mean, therefore, Hashem and Mitzri Kayyayin, now these become the world out in indulging Tanugim. What Chazal stopped us doing is there are things which are Tanugim and are called for simcha. So hence, for example, that's why they said after the Qurban Beit Hamikdash we're not allowed to play music. And once we understand this Gemara, we can understand where this comes from nowadays. So how did that change? I mean, nowadays you don't hear. I mean, there are people who are sort of strengthened on this one, but generally people do listen to music. What's the what's the, what one of their theories? You'll understand from this now. Does it call simcha? Yes. But is it a tarnuk? Is it a sort of a delight? On the contrary, they say that nowadays it's because people would be so depressed without it, therefore it's considered a tarnuk. 
I think it's in the area who says that if it's to raise people's moods, it's not considered a task. I don't know if he says it off this tomorrow, but that would be the that would be a, a sort of the understanding behind it. Yeah, that's one of one of the reasons why nowadays that's one of the have one of the leniencies with with uh, with regard to that. Um, for people who appreciate Chazonus, that's why um, I think as Rishmuel Vosna said, there's no that Chazonus is not good at all. In it. Other people just think it's not certain either. But that's the, uh, the the idea being because he said he said even in the three weeks one Huh? So it's not simple. He's he said it's supposed to uh, prove a person to be If you get a good cousin who is uh, understand what he's talking, what he's uh, what he's saying, um, then yeah, something like that. But uh, but talking about the music itself, I think I think that's really what, what we're getting at is the the reason why it would be mutter would be because it's not a time. That's one of the leniencies. As I said, I think it's in the eerie. The whole the eerie says the whole uh, ifa. But listening to music, why Chazal enacts that is because it leads to Kalat Rosh, to lightheadedness. So we're saying nowadays it would be the opposite. One of one of the opinions that the place can give is because on the contrary, it's to raise people's spirits. We live in three times there's a lot of depression and things like that. So therefore, that would be on the contrary, we're not supposed to be depressed. That's one of the the, the causes for for the various flawless occurrences is uh, the lack of serving Hashem with some Therefore, it's not a target. I think that would be the, the backing behind it. But it could be a if it's the musician playing or composing at a very high level. That could be for him. Yeah, there's other Hetayim then, in which, in which case if it's a Hetayim, if it's a Hetayim, if it's a we're not looking for Kutnas here, we're looking uh, more to, to, be, to, be, uh, to justify, to understand why people are not no, no, I actually don't yeah. understand. No, there are, there are other suggestions, but I think, I think that's more or less the... I think it's kind of, I think that's the, sort of the, the best one. No, others are, are interesting, uh, I'll bet um, Yeah, so, so by the same token, we say the same thing as with this flight and with this Baltimore. No one's saying that it's not a target. Of course it's a target. It's a real delight. <coughs> but it's much more simpler. So a woman who wears this Baltimore doesn't get her all sort of a silver. So therefore, Chazal did not enact any degree on it. And that's... Despite the fact that Rabbi, uh, Rabbi who was it, uh, Rabbi Yehuda wanted to enact a decree, uh, Chazal did not. So, um, if you take a look at Rashi, Rashi says that Rashis Shemonim, Mubcha Shemonim means the choice of the boils, uh, which we said was his Baltimore oil, Gozar Mishum Tzad Korban, he decrees because of the pain of the Korban. The Eomaz, if you say death lightened, this. Um, Choices of oils is this balsam oil. The Hyperobitanum Mishnah, the prophet is talking about indulging in, in luxuries. Shalom, you notice in Leib, the Dibriyan Abiyim, that they weren't paying heed to the uh, words of the prophet. Hanibiyim ala Paronis, who were prophesying about the, about the, uh, the punishment which was uh, on the way. The Afsukimitanuk, and rather they were just indulging in, in uh, luxuries, as we said. So um, why would they not? Why would the Chachamim not agree to enact such a decree after the destruction of the Beit HaMikdosh? So we say, well, Beit HaMikdosh, we said, well, if that's your line of reasoning, hold the sin, behind Yonah, that which is written in that very prophet. HaShosim and Mizrake Yayin, and we're drinking from these Mizrake Yayin, Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Ati Pushan, they both explain, Zehu Kanishkinin, it's this Kanishkinin, which is Kaliz the Chuppet, it's a glass utensil, Oruf, which is long, but Oshin Apiyot, and it's got two openings to it, the Yayin Nisra'at Mizelo there, and the wine is thrown from one to the other. Here Rashi is not so clear, but if you look at Rabbi Kivayegos and signs to Rashi in Soto, uh, sorry, not in Soto, in uh, Abed Zoro, where Rashi um, explains, as we said, it's the two tubes and uh, the two people are able to drink from it. 
So that is one shot. The other shot is, is Shemazarkin, uh, it's a basically juggle. And the Ummus is a special skill, because uh, Omabeya follows and says, and I follow the title of the family cup, it discusses the people who are able to juggle, at the Simchas Beit Hashem, they used to juggle with uh, eight. Uh, well, actually, that was not on the Simchas Beit Hashem at that, but it's talking about juggling, and it's also, there it's talking about in front of the Shah Bonham, and they were able to juggle with eight. Um, yeah. Which, um, I think that was in Sukkot in Safayemi, who had a magician. Not he was a professional magician, he couldn't believe he said, like, uh, the he six is like ridiculous. Yeah. And that's he said he saw, like, the, the top, top juggler, as he said, six, maybe eight, he said he just couldn't, he couldn't understand how they, like, they were juggling with torches and, uh, throughout the night, yeah. So, uh, that, that, that was the, uh, special ordinance. So, how can I be the officer so over here? So, are you going to say, it's also the Vishti, Hashem, the Kanishkin, and it's forbidden to strengthen the Kanishkin, and just because it's a delight, he said, am I? It must be that there's a difference between something which is a delight, which is enjoyment and indulgence, but it doesn't necessarily cause them like that. They wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't agree. As long as, in other words, enjoy your time with him. Enjoy it. But don't, um, but don't, um, sort of ignore the words of the Novi as a result of it. And they, they point out from here, by the way, although maybe it's possible, maybe it's not possible, that you can see that there are, there's a difference between Tanuk and Simcha. Yeah. Because, you know, Shabbos, for example, is a day of Beinek, of Tanuk. Yeah. Yomtev is a day of Simcha. Yeah. The Machlick spread of Shabbos is supposed to be Simcha as well. But there is a difference between the two. Uh, not for now, but that's the, just to note that there, there are two different things. Back into the Gemara, the Novi <coughs> continues on. Hashem al Mitzvah Shein. That they lie on beds um, of what's it called? Um, elephant feet. Uh, uh, ivory. Ivory, that's what I wanted, yeah. On beds made of ivory, Usruchim al Arseso. And that's the question, what does that mean? Usruchim al Arseso. Literally, Suruah threw up means something which is repulsive on their beds. So, Omar Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Khanina, so Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Khanina, he said, But let me just teach that I'll show you Mashtin and Mayan, the claim it to say, that they used to urinate in front of their beds, naked. That's what they used to do. That's what it means. Asruchim al Because they did it in front of their beds, obviously their beds became rather disgusting. That's what it means. Saruach, the urine went on their beds. So Megadi for Rabbi Abohu. Rabbi Abohu, he sort of uh, shouted out, shouted that one down. He said, Ihochi is so, I need to see that shout in the pastor could write. Lochim, therefore, because of these terrible things you've been doing, Terrible, right? Urinate in front of the bed. Is that so terrible that they result in after now Yikubarish Gaidit? They will go into exile at the head of all exiles? In other words, yes, it's disgusting. It's repulsive. But that's the reason for the exile? That can't be Pashat from the Possible. Because they would urinate in front of their bed naked, Yikubarish Gaidit, they should go into goddess of the head of all exiles? How could that be? And Omar Rabbi Avol, rather, said Rabbi Avol, who the Pashat is, Rather, it refers to people, show you Oslim, the Shaitan Zenzer, they would eat and drink with one another, the Dokin Mitzvahim Zubuzu, and then they would push their beds up once again, one, one against the other, Umachlif and the Shaitan Zenzer, and they would swap their wives with one another, Umachlifin Arsaisan, the Shaitan Zenzer, and they would um, soil their beds with Shaitan Zenzer, semen of another, of another man. That's definitely, in other words, what we call Gideon Arroyas, and Gideon Arroyas um, is most definitely a uh, reason for being thrown out of, uh, of Eretz Yisrael, Mizzah connected Mizzah already, because if we can't, if husband and wife cannot stay faithful to one another, then 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the relationship between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu would also be broken down and therefore we are sent out of Eretz Yisrael. That's the, he says, that's the Pshatnes. Okay? Um, Oh, so, so there are, I think, I think the, the, the Ben Yoyoda says that it comes from the question of, of Shinu to, to change. We, we're darshaning, we are sort of a, sort of a darshaning it as an expression of change, yes. And the, the other thing is that, that a bed is often used as a euphemism for one's wife. Yes, that's a, another, a, another point to, to bear in mind. But that, that, that is basically the way, the way we are, there's obviously something to, to think about, and that is, I can understand the second shot that yes, we can understand that basically Gila Arroyas um, being unfaithful, adultery, etc., etc., is definitely calls for God. But what is, exactly is the Peshat in Rabbi Yisri Rabbi Khanina? I mean, he's not, he wasn't, he's not a fool. I mean, if he, if he said such a Peshat, I think he I think we'll, we'll, we'll continue on a little bit and perhaps we'll see, see if we get see if we get any uh, sort of inspiration on the topic. It's, it's, it's not a particularly easy question. I, can t- I tell you, the, the, the Benesh Chai just says, he says that it's, it's basically, according to the first Peshat as well, it wasn't just Peshat that there was a, a man and wife there. Again, the same idea. He also learned that the Benesh were pushed up against them. There were husbands, there were sort of many men, many women. And if they were doing this whilst... Uh, well, the uh, naked, it was particularly disgusting. They were doing something with other women, other men, etc. He says that it wasn't just some uh, repulsive um, sort of behaviour. It, it was worse than that. Still, perhaps needs a bit more explanation. Let's, let's continue on a little bit first, and then we'll see if we can understand any more. Tan is being taught. But I'll see the Tan. Uh, sorry, no. Where's it gone? Yeah, Omar Rabbi Avol. Rabbi Avol says, I'll some table, and I'll Tan. I'll be taught in a brighter. Gibbal Devorin, Mavina Sa'adam and Yidianias. There are three things which bring a person to poverty. The Elohim, and these are they. Hamashtin Mayim Bifnei Mitoto, somebody who urinates before his bed, or is naked, as we've just said. Umizazel Benetiyatadai, number two is somebody who is uh, very lax with washing his hands for a meal. And number three, Bisha Ishto Mekalaloto Bifono. Number three is one whose wife curses him to his face. And the Gemara now goes on to clarify what exactly are, what, what we should these mean. So I must remind this name is also Oren. He says, somebody urinates in front of his bed, naked, Omar Rabba said but the Amoron, that is only said, that's only if he turns his face to the bed when he urinates. But if he does it outwards, in order if he turns his back to the bed, then that's Lombo, it may be just, it may not be particularly nice, but it's not, that's not what we're talking about. The idea is, Rashi, we'll see in Rashi in a second, is because um, when he does it in the opposite direction, it will go to a certain distance. 
to uh, be rather blocked. It's because we're talking about a man here, as opposed to a woman. The Mokin Avram says for a woman it would be also either way, whichever direction she's facing. But um, since it's going to go well away from the bed, therefore, yes, it's disgusting, but it's not, uh, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about where it goes to w- towards the bed, and therefore we'll soil, soil the bed. How does that go with the second reason? When we're not talking about so no, so this, this, this is a separate thing now. This is a separate thing. The, the sort of the connection is just simply because we were talking about urinating. So tomorrow continues mm-hmm. on with a separate. Yeah, quite. This is not quite correct. Perhaps it's important to point out. This is not sort of uh, completely connected to the previous piece. Yeah, and as much as yeah, this is. It's not. It's not sort of tied in with the first opinion as opposed to the second opinion. We'll, we'll, we have to understand why these things are widely called poverty. But let's just. Uh, so therefore, if he turns away, it's only if he turns towards the bed. Number two is Umahade Ate Lepurie Nami Lahoram. Even if he does turn towards the bed, Lahoram Elab is only said Laharam if he does it on the ground. If he does it into some sort of bedpan, uh, into a utensil, again, it's not so terrible. Okay? It's not so terrible. So that's, and that, by the way, is brought down the halakha in Simeration and Malaf in, in Arachayim. These are actually halakhas brought there. Um, and there it does actually talk about what, what Colin mentions is uh, in terms of um, being able to say Ashiyokta and things like that. That's part of the problem. Um, part of the things to bear in mind is, yeah, you may end up with problems with that. It depends on whether they uh, dilute it down afterwards, like Lagulet and Broth and covering it over, etc. Et so that, like, that is spoken about there. But that is the, the basic thing is, if, it, if one would have to, it should be done into a kli uh, or away from the bed. The next thing we learnt is somebody who is lax about washing the hands for the meal. The Omar Rabba said, That's only talking about somebody who doesn't wash his hands at all. But somebody who does wash his hands, and he doesn't wash his hands properly, which we'll see what that means soon, less Lombo, nothing really to worry about. I mean, um, but the Gemara says, but it's not true. In other words, what it means, washing and not washing properly, Rashi will say is, not that he does with a very exact amount of water. Exactly a revere. If a person does that, nothing to worry about. The Gemara says that's not true. So Omar Abkhista, because Rav Chista says, you should know, I used to wash my hands, this is my hands full, with water, and they gave me, Shemayim gave me, the heavens gave me, uh, sort of a handful of, of goodness, of bracha. This, by the way, is a halacha, when you wash your hands for a meal, there's no bal to fill it up right to the top. Yeah? You use as much water, within reason, obviously, when you have to start using a bal full, but, right, within reason, a person should use a lot of water, because we say that brings down an abundance of bracha with it. Yeah, you don't have to be too exacting. But obviously, as you know, I'm sure Dr. Paris will tell you the story with the uh, resource and answer, yeah? yeah? You know about the... I'm sure you've heard the story, yeah? He came to the shul. He came to the shul, that's right, and there was, it was for darling as it happened. And he, uh, he went to wash his hands, and he, he used the smallest amount. He said, you know, what was going on in resource and answer, you obviously should wash your hands for darling. So he said, who brings the water? It's not like now that we've got a sort of a water system. The poor young lady or water carrier, whoever it is, has to bring the water. I think I'm going to use uh, be at her, you know, be my stringency at at her expense. Yeah. So, um, 
goes to get together with the, with the other story of, of, uh, of Rabbi Sosvanti on Friday night. I'm sure you know that one, no? Yeah? He came, he came to uh, a Talmud, the Talmud uh, started the students speak, and the students said to him, uh, you know, you come to town for Shabbat, you definitely got to eat with me. And he said, yeah. He said, yeah, and we'll come Friday night. Anyway, he came Friday night, he said, there's one condition, and that is, the meal's overdone with within, uh, within, you know, under an hour. So the Talmud said, what do you mean? Normally, you know, we, 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 we sing some mirrors, and we, and we sing the very and everything, you know, we, we really take our time. It's a five-hour meal. You know, we really... Rise up on, uh, you know, make most of Shabbos. He says, I'm not coming. So the Talmud didn't know what to say, you know, he wanted this. He said, fine, okay. Anyway, so they rushed through the meal, no, no demerits, no demerits, so, uh, nothing at all. I don't know about Shabbos, I don't even Straight through. So at the end of the meal, the maid came in and said, uh, she said, you know, I just want to thank you. I really want to thank you. Normally on Friday night, my family's waiting for home. I've got young kids, I've got a, got an also. By the time I get home there, the kids are already in bed. I help them to half asleep. This, this is the first time in, uh, that I can remember I'm going to be able to go home and enjoy my Shabbos meal with, uh, with, my, with my family. He says, now you know what I want to do to rush the meal. Now we can think of the mirror to your heart's content and we can, uh, you know, divide it. In other words, yes, not, to, not that expense to another person, but yes, there is an Indian to use a good amount of water. You don't have to be too exacting with, uh, with the water when washing one's hands. So, um, and finally the Gemara says, His wife cursed him to his face, in front of him, Omar That means with regards to her ornaments, her jewellery. In other words, she, 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 you know, she wants this, this piece of jewellery, that piece of jewellery, and he says, I can't, I can't afford this. So she curses him. Well, that will be cause for poverty. Yeah? That's only if he has the money and he doesn't, he doesn't uh, buy the jewellery. If he doesn't have the money, then uh, obviously... He can't be uh, blamed for that. Um, just before we see Rush, there is the obvious question. If he doesn't have the money, but then obviously he's uh, already poor. So how's he going to... Well, obviously, he's somebody who's got money, but then he can be, he can be, he can be poverty-stricken because his wife cursed him. Isn't that... Uh, yeah? So, the, the, the Marashah asked this question. So the... I don't know if I just thought I'd share this with you because it connects back to Brothers. The, the, the Benish Chai says... He says, I don't know if you remember that, uh, right, right towards the beginning of the Sefta there, that Gimel, the Gemara there says there's three Mishmoras, there's three, the, the night is divided up into three parts. And the Gemara says, how do you know what's the sin of each part? So the first part is the donkey brain, second part is the dog fart, and the third part is Ishata, the synagogue, the, the, the child feeds from the mother, and the husband speaks to the wife. So he says, the Sforim say, I don't know which Sforim, I don't know where he brings it from, but he says, he says, apparently there's an I'm going to say an illusion, but what, what this is really uh, sort of touching on is there's three types of women who, one day, when they want to make demands of their husbands, there's three ways of doing it. Right? The husbands are not, are just not listening. He says, either they go out, like, or, well, we're going to order the Gemara, Chamor and Noe. He says, you get those who are very embittered about it and they sit there at home moaning about it, and uh, like the donkey inside it, inside the stable, wherever, wherever it's kept. Then you get those who go out into the streets like the dogs and bark and tell their friends how terrible their husbands are. Yeah. And then you get the third type, which is Tinokirin Mishadei Imo. The ones who have got a bit of stable and realise that they want to get something out of their husband, they do it like a child. What's that? A child suffers from the mother a bit at a time. So totally, they don't make their demand say, I need this, 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 this. They do it a bit at a time, hopefully he won't notice that the account is gradually sort of uh, <laughs> <laughs> Right? 
So the idea of Tina giving the Shadeima is a little bit at a time, but it's on the top of the Baba, and she sees, she sees him nicely and gradually gets. So he says, that's what the Gemara is talking about here. The Gemara, that, that, that's what they say there. So the Benishai says, that's what it means here. We're not talking about somebody who is poverty stricken. He's got money, but he doesn't have enough money to buy everything she wants in one go. So therefore, we're talking about, that's what the Gemara, the Gemara is coming to exclude. Yeah? If a person doesn't have the money to buy everything in one go, then you can't blame him for, uh, for uh, he won't be poverty stricken as a result of it. But if Saki is a, he's a millionaire, she demands this, 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 and he can, he can afford it, and she gets upset as a result of it, and she curses it, then yes, he will be poverty-stricken as a, as a result, or can be poverty-stricken as a result of it. That's what the Gemara, in a nutshell, is saying in here. Let's just see Rashi, then we'll try and make a little bit of sense of what's going on here. Um, the Gemara says, Mashtinin, let's uh, see Rashi, say Mashtinin, uh, almost halfway down, or a little over halfway down, Mashtinin, the Diik Mestruchin. We said it's uh, going back on the previous bit. We, we are deriving that from the word Mastruchin, something which is disgusting, soiling the bed, is they urinating in their bed. And we said there's three things which bring Lidianias to poverty. So, I mean about Sotim, as we say in the last paragraph of Sotim, Sorat An the officer, obviously, celestial officer, points over poverty, Novil Shemek. If you want to know his name, his name is Novil. Novil Koride, and they call him, people call him Novil. In other words, he's called that for good reason. Because for Oye Mokamius, he loves to go to places which are soiled and repulsive. And urinating in front of one's bed is definitely something which is repulsive. Oro, some of you does it, um, uh, as we said, naked. The Gemara says, that me, uh, Rashi says, that means, that's just the normal, it's just telling you, why would he be doing it near his bed? The answer is because he's naked. Because he's naked, he doesn't want to go outside. The Hashanahs have to urinate. Remember, time's gone by, they have to go out into the field, go find a convenient place. See, that means putting his toes back on, going out, braving the cold, etc., etc., so he can't be bothered, so just do it in the bed. But Emma Khan, Rashi says, it doesn't mean dusty because he's naked. Right? And by the same token, the Marashal says, it's love dusty by the bed. Yeah? If a person did it in a place where there is a su'udah, you know, shocking as it may sound, yeah? And this, again, this marshal of the Mishaburah brings it loud off, but it's loved after by then. Anything repulsive like this is likely to bring about poverty. So it's not the fact that, because let's say you've been fully clothed and you did it by bed, would that not be worse then? Because you could have gone out. Like, there's not even a good excuse for him not to go outside at that point. Sorry, say again? As in, you're saying, it's, it's, so Russia seems to just mentioning a by the way kind of thing. Yeah. But at the same time, could you not say that <coughs> as a result, it's mentioning to be the fact that it's because he was in his bed, if, he, if he'd been clothed, and yet he still went to his bed, you know, to even worse. Bed, that'd be even worse. But yeah, yeah, and I can't, and I can't, it, could, it could be, the, it could well be, it could well be, it we said if he does it sort of facing away from the bed then it's not such a problem because the flow of urine is long and it will go far away from the bed as we said that's where the Mokin Abrol gets from that for a woman it will make no difference either way Peshat is what does it mean he didn't wash properly it means he doesn't wash and rub his hands well and I'm asking him to use a small amount of water to go and revere for example just to revere from the symptom which is exact ok so, um, as, it, as it happens, they, 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 they ask us, here we say, results in poverty. 
There's a Gemara in Sota which says, Ne'er coming over, the person will be uprooted from the world, seeing themselves from anything else alone. They think about Nidia. Yeah. And you can worry about this. So we had Sayo and Gav and find Tiffany uh, there's 40 or something instances of people being another. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. It was suggested that the Kavi was in the right? That was right. And then that's right. The Gemara said the Kavi because when they peaked, so they made something. Yeah, that's right. So, um, exactly. If you look at Alofa, you'll see all these members of the Gemara all brought together in Kufrun Ches, Zali. But, um, so the, the same Be'er Sheva, he says that the difference is like this. Over here, we said, as Rashi said, he, he washes his hands, he doesn't do it properly. Yeah, he doesn't rub his hands together. If you look at Rashi and Sis, he doesn't say that. He doesn't say anything of the sort, or I don't think he says anything. In other words, the ultimate Tia Stan is, well, cheapening the Tia Stan can mean you don't do it at all. Or you do it, you don't do it as it should be done. So there's a difference. If a person doesn't do it at all, then come and owner will be uprooted from the world. But if a person does it, just does a half-baked job, then he'll end up poverty-stricken. He'll remain in the world, but he will be poverty-stricken. Yeah? Um, something to think about why. Well, I don't know if we're going to get to that today, but let's just uh, finish these Rashis. Al-Iskaytav Shitel, this is the final Rashi, Al-Iskaytav Shitel, she doesn't want to buy it her. Right, that's why she curses him. So let, let, let me just begin, at least set the ball rolling, with the Maharal. The Maharal says, what's poverty got to do with these three things? He says, a Maharal type board, that he says that riches are, bring sort of members of Chazal to back this up, that riches are, are sort of the, the source of pride and glory for a person. A person likes to show off his riches. Right? A person likes to show off his car, likes to show off his jewellery, likes to show That's the way, if a person is not worried about his own honour, then he will not, he'll lose his riches. Riches are only given to somebody who's worried about his, who actually has enough dignity to be dignified, I suppose, right? If a person is not um, worried about his own honour, then I shouldn't say, look, you're not worried about your own honour, I won't give you riches. So he says, some of you can be involved in such repulsive actions as, uh, as uh, urinating by his bed, which is absolutely disgusting, things like that, he's clearly not worried about his own honour, then he'll lose his money. Um, the case of Mizazov Right. So he says like this. That, that's point number one. Point number two is that we know, let's go to the case of Mizalza bin Nisiyasadayim. What do we know about Nisiyasadayim? Really, Nisiyasadayim, what's the word Nisiyasadayim actually mean? Raising up. Uh, I think we mentioned this in Brothers. The Bosque says, Vayinatele, Vayinatele. The idea of raising up the hand is the idea like with Zufanik, with, with both of Kermit is accessing Rochon. So a person who is in the Zalzim and Nisiyasadayim, he is distancing himself from the source of leisure, and hence he's going to become poverty stricken. That's the way I'm saying what the Maharal says. And then the last thing is, he says, um, a wife is supposed to be the source of blessing. He says if she curses him, it actually has the opposite effect. Yeah? And therefore he's actually drawn near to the source of curse. And so it's the... That's basically how the Maharal touches up these, these three things, okay? Um, I'll, leave it, I'll, I'll leave it off, uh, leave it off uh, here, but then Shem on Sunday will sort of just tie, tie this in. We've, we've still got to think a little bit about why would urinating near the bed, is there any connection from what we've said so far 
Is there any possibility of explaining why that would be cause for exile? That was one difficulty we haven't really dealt with. And um, number two is to speak a little bit more about these, uh, these three things, um, why they would be cause for poverty. The third one could be something along the lines of in the fact that he's quite asking him, he's rejecting, in fact he thinks money is his, whereas you know, he would say, you're given what you need to do what you need to do, kind of thing. As in, it implies he thinks he's in control of his own money, so I don't know, is that an answer you think you're in control? You're not. <laughs> yes, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I'll, I'll sort of get. The, I mean, to be honest, I haven't, I haven't sort of uh, thought it through 100%, but to me, I, I think the thrust of it possibly is along the line that we know that money is given, earth, sort of earthly uh, obsessions sort of are given for a person in order to raise them up and use them for spirituality. Ultimately, that's what, it, what it's given for. Hence, I think as we discussed in Brock, the idea of Nikita Kadayan is by a Jew, there's no such thing as a hand, figuratively, obviously, I can't put my hands down. There's no such thing as a hand being down. Rishon Pinker speaks about this idea. When the hands are outstretched, that's when you're involved in the mundane. When you're writing, your hands are outstretched. When you're, you know, doing action. If the hands go down, what you're doing is you are taking the earthly material and you are actually lowering it towards the ground. When you raise your hands up, you see that design is the idea that we take the earthly and we raise it up towards Tashem. We take the food and we raise it up to Tashem. We'll speak more, more about it on, on Sunday. So if that's the case, we can understand. If a person does not wash his hands at all, then he's there coming over. He's got no place in this world. He's got no right to exist in an earthly world. A person who does wash his hands, but he does a half-faith job, okay, he's got a right to live here. He's not there coming over that he will lose his money because he's not using it he's not he's sorry, he's missing the point of it yeah you see that fine then with the jewellery you're kind of not when you're not uh, giving money you're kind of not taking money from your pockets and like using and getting that so that's the same same, same sort of thing yeah ultimately what and if you think about it all of these are going to run along the same sort of line the ish the ish of the because the, the others are really going to go yeah, I think all of the others will fit. And if you think about urinating now, huh? Because think about it, it's, you're facing towards the bed as opposed to away from the bed. The bed being figuratively the wife, euphemism for the wife. And it's, oh, the ish, the isha is the, is the connection between, like, us and Hashem is the earthly and the spiritual. And here, if a person is damaging it, it has the opposite effect. We'll speak more about it as Hashem on, on, a, on Sunday. But if you think about that, that really, I think, I think may, may uh, explain all of these things. Have a good job. Yeah.